the first two um, verses of the second uh, Corinthians. رسالة كورنثوس الثاني وعم نقرأ العدد الأول والثاني من الإصحاح الأول. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of Corinth, which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we are still in an introduction to uh, the letter, and in that introduction we have been considering recently a certain timeline. <laughs> Let me see if I can hold this up here in a way that might be helpful both to those who are uh, here and those who are uh, not. All right? Now, the numbers on the left are the years. The year uh, 50, 51, and so on. This date in particular, uh, we have a good deal of confidence about when Paul first visited Corinth and stayed there for a year and a half as part of his second missionary uh, journey. Jadwal bidil ala silsilat ahdeet. Awalan bisint al-khamsin bitariq nawan ma'an thiqa wa ta'kid bin-nisbi ilu. Wahkina an al-amr al-mara al-madi. Ziyarat bulus al-ula li madinat korunthus wa baqa'u bihal madini sinunus. The year 51. Included going to Ephesus briefly, Jerusalem, and then uh, Antioch. Since the one hundred and fifty من قرنثوس إلى أفسوس أورشليم انتقي فترة قصيرة بكل مكان من هالثلاث محلات. Relatively short time uh, in each of these places. Year fifty-two. The beginning of his third missionary journey, بدايه رسالته الارساليه الثالثه uh, كان فيها تمركز بشكل خاص بمدينه افسس in which he remained for a considerable time in Ephesus, that is for three years uh, for three years now three years could be a little bit less could be a bit a little bit more he stayed in Ephesus a long time so from 52 to 55 من تقريبا سنة 52 إلى سنة 55 كان بولس الرسول بمدينة أفسوس. سنة 53 رسالة إلى أهل كورنثوس. This is the letter that is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 5:9. I wrote to you a letter that you would not keep company with immoral people, with fornicators. الرسالة المذكورة بكورنثوس الأولى صحاح 5:9 محل ما بيقول إنه كتبت إليكم إنه ما تخالطوا الزنات. Uh, so this is a letter that preceded 1 Corinthians. هذه رسالة قبل رسالة كورنثوس الأولى الموجودة طبعاً بأيدينا بالنص الكتابي. So that's in the year 53. 54. سنة visit. Now here when I say visit, I mean that there were people from Corinth who visited Paul in Ephesus. كان في زيارة من ناس من كورنثوس. بيت خلوي المذكور بكورنثوس الأولى واحد واحد وبكورنثوس الأولى واحد ستاعش ستيفانوس فورتوناتوس وأكيكوس those of the house of Chloe mentioned in 1 Corinthians 1 and Stephanus Fortunatus and Achaicus mentioned in 1 Corinthians 16 these came to Ephesus for a visit 
Stephanus Fortunatus and Achaicus bore with them certain questions that the church sent. The writing of the letter of First Corinthians was around this time in response to these questions. Uh, and to concerns about other problems that uh, existed, that had arisen uh, in uh, Corinth. فإذن استجابتا على الأسئلة ولأنه كان في مشاكل تاني من انشقاقات وتحزبات وأمور من هالنوع كان في كتابة كورنثوس الأولى حوالي سنة الأربعة وخمسين. Year fifty five سنة الخمسة وخمسين. Uh, Paul left um, Ephesus and headed to Macedonia, and he met Titus there coming back from Corinth. We Macedonia, لما ترك بولس رسول سنة الخمسة وخمسين أفسس وذهب إلى مقدونيا التأب تيتوس يلي هو راجع من كورنثوس وكان في كتابة كورنثوس الثانية. The writing of Second uh, uh, Corinthians. In the year 55, in the year 56, a visit to Corinth, ziyara ila Corinthus, wa baqa bolus fi Corinthus fatra, remaining in Corinth in this visit uh, for three months. Now, one of the things that we saw uh, last time is that the letter of Second Corinthians says very clearly that this visit which was going to happen. Paul speaks of it in 2 Corinthians. He says, this is the third time I will be coming to you. He says it twice. بيقول مرتين برسالة كورنثوس الثانية عن هالزيارة القادمة بيقول عنا مرتين إنه هيدي رح تكون الزيارة الثالثة. This will be the third visit. And so, first visit, third visit, there must have been a second visit. All right? And that second visit, most likely, was here. الزيارة الثانية يلي ما منعرف عنها الكثير وهلأ رح نحكي عن بعض الأمور استنتاجات يلي ممكن تكون صحيحة عنها The second visit to Corinth We don't know much about it We are going to uh, uh, deal with it and some conclusions that we can draw regarding uh, that visit right. The second visit itself it's a certainty على الأكيد كان في زيارة ثانية لأنه هيدي الزيارة الأولى وهيدي الزيارة الثالثة معناتها أنه في بينهم زيارة uh, uh, في بينهم زيارة alright for sure it is certain that there was a second visit because this was the first this is the third and it is very unlikely that that second visit took place before 1 Corinthians and it's Almost impossible that it took place after Second Corinthians. 
So this second visit happened between the writing of 1 Corinthians and the writing of 2 Corinthians. Now, let's talk about this second visit and some of the things associated uh, with it. Haziara Tani Wabad al Why did Paul make this second uh, visit? لكن في هالزيارة الثانية من المرجح probably likely there was a bad response by the church of Corinth to his first letter ممكن جدا انه تجاوب الكنيسة مع رسالة كورنثوس الأولى ما كان هالتجاوب العظيم ما كان هالتجاوب الإيجابي أو المثالي. Uh, and so, and so, a second visit seemed to be uh, needed. وبالتالي uh, زيارة تاني في حاجة uh, إليها. First uh, Corinthians chapter 16. And look at verses 10 and uh, 11. Now if Timothy comes, see that he may be with you without fear. For he works the work of the Lord as I also do. Let no man therefore despise him, but conduct him forth in peace, that he may come unto me, for I look for him with the brethren. In لأنه يعمل عمل الرب كما أنا أيضا فلا يحتقره أحد بل شيعوه بسلام ليأتي إلي لأني أنتظره مع الإخوة So in the first letter Paul is saying Timothy might come unto you uh, let him res- uh, respond to him in such a way that he will be at ease and not fearful when he is among you جاوبوا مع تيموثاوس ليكون مرتاح بيناتكم ما يكون فزعان <تصفيق> ما يكون خايف طيب لما بيقول هالشي معناته على الأقل في احتمال إنه ما يجاوبوا كتير مع تيموثاوس when he says this kind of thing in 1 Corinthians 16 it is at least possible that they were not going to respond very well to Timothy to the presence and ministry of Timothy and perhaps they didn't. Perhaps they didn't. لَرُبَّمَا مَجْيَوَبُ مَعْتِ مُثَاوُسْ يَلِّي بُولُسْ كَيْنْ بِدُّ يَبْعَتُ لَرُبَّمَا مَجْيَوَبُ مَعَ الرِّسَالِ الْأُولَى It is possible that they did not respond very well to Timothy, nor to the first letter which Timothy himself might have taken or others might have taken, Fortunatus, Achaicus, and Stephanus, maybe they took it, uh, maybe uh, they took it back. It seems that the response 
could have been poor, and some people speculate that indeed it was poor. التجاوب مع الرسالة الأولى كان تجاوب لربما سيء. Now, Paul, hearing that they did not respond well, would possibly say to himself, I should go. إذا سمع بولس الرسول إنه هيك فعلا صار لربما بيقول لنفسه إنه أنا لازم روح أنا لازم روح وبالتالي الزيارة الثانية and therefore the second visit of which we are speaking now let's read in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 كورنثوس الثاني صحاح 2 والأعداد 1 و 2 but I determined this with myself that I would not come to you again in heaviness For if I make you sorry, who is he then that makes me glad, but the same who is made sorry of me? لكني جزمت بهذا في نفسي أن لا آتي إليكم أيضا في حزن لأنه إن كنت أحزنكم أنا فمن هو الذي يفرحني إلا الذي أحزنته. I don't want to come to you again in sadness. When is he saying this? He is saying this here in the second letter. He's saying, I don't want to come to you again in sadness. All right? Mabdi irja zurkun wutkun natiji hazan. Wambiul halkalem bi resail to tani. Maaneta in no haydi ziara kinit ziara hazini. That means that this visit was a visit that turned out to be sad. <laughs> This visit turned out to be a negative visit. Not negative because he did anything wrong. It must have been negative because they did something wrong. Uh, look at, this, uh, at chapter 12 of the second letter and look at verses 20 and 21. For I fear lest when I come I shall not find you as I would, that I shall be found of you as, I, as ye would not. Lest there be debates and envyings and wraths and strifes and backbitings and whisperings and conceit and disorder. And lest when I come again, my God will humble me among you and I will bewail those who have sinned and they have not repented of all their sin. I abbreviated there at the end. Corinthians 12, verses 20 and 21. Because I fear ونميمات وتكبرات وتشويشات وأن يذلني إلهي عندكم وأنوح على عدد من الناس يلي ما تابوا عن خطيئتهم عن خطيئتهم In the second letter he says I'm afraid that when I come to you I'll find you like this بخاف أنه لما أجي لعندكم بيقول برسالة تاني لاقيكم على هالشكل ليه لأنه لما عمل هالزيارة تاني لقيهم بهالشكل. Uh, because when he 
made this second visit, he found them as described. He found them uh, uh, in a very bad uh, uh, state, uh, in a very uh, bad state. What else likely happened in this second visit? The general theme of 2 Corinthians is Paul the Apostle defending himself, his character, his ministry, his position, his apostleship, his authority. رسالة كورنثوس الثاني إجمالا هي عن شو بولس الرسول عم يدافع عن نفسه وعم بيدافع عن شخصيته وعم بيدافع عن خدمته عم بيدافع عن مركزه كرسول عم بيدافع عن سلطته كرسول Now why would he write a second letter that was so focused on these things It's not like he wrote every letter like 2 Corinthians مش كل رسالة من رسالات بولس هي كورنثوس الثاني ليه كتب هالاشياء ليه هيدا التركيز why is this the general theme and character because when he made this second visit all right what happened likely what happened is that they said to him who are you And why should we listen to you? We don't need to listen to you. Get out of here. يمكن لما عمل هالزيارة الثانية وجد إنه في مقاومة إلو بنوع يمكن من الطريقة الوحة. أنت مينك؟ أنت مينك لتجي تحكينا؟ أنت مينك لتجي وتوصينا؟ وتأمرنا انت مينك لا تعمل حالك ريس علينا so second visit probably went badly and specifically it probably went badly with people resisting his authority and not accepting him and not Uh, uh, accepting uh, him. مينك أنت لتقلنا نحنا شو لازم آمن؟ مينك أنت لتقلنا نحنا كيف لازم تتصرف؟ Who are you to tell us what we should believe? Who are you to tell us how we should behave? How uh, we should uh, uh, behave? So, a second visit that went badly. A second visit where Paul the Apostle, when he was resisted in this manner, probably he felt that the best thing to do was to withdraw. And to deal with the situation through writing letters or sending other people. يمكن هل أد كان الرفض وقع وواضح إنه بولس الرسول حس إنه الشيء الأفضل للتعامل مع هالوضع انه ينسحب، هلا ينسحب مش معناتها انه يسنجفهم وخلص ما بقى يتعامل معهم يحكي معهم، بس رح يتعامل معهم من خلال يكتب لهم رساله، وايضا يمكن يبعث لهم اشخاص او اشياء من هالنوع، بس انه راح شخصيا ووجد تجاوب سلبي جدا. He went personally and he found a very bad response. 
Now, this very bad response, let's read in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 about it. It may have been particularly associated with a specific person. لَرُبَّمَا هَتَّجَاوَبَ السَّيِّرِ لِزْدِيَارَ التَّانِي لِبُولُسْ رَسُولِ إِلَى كُرُنْتُسْ لَرُبَّمَا هَتَّجَاوَبَ السَّيِّرِ يَرْتَبِطْ بِشَخَصْ وَاحَدٍ يَلِّ لَعَبْ دُورْ رَئِيسِ 2 Corinthians chapter 2, and we want to read from verse 5 to verse 11. But if any have caused grief, he has not grieved me, but in part, that I might not burden you all. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment which was inflicted by the many, so that on the contrary he ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Wherefore I beseech you that you would confirm your love towards him, for to this end also did I write, that I might know the proof of you all, whether ye be obedient in all things. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also, for if I forgive anything, to whom I forgave it for your sakes, forgave I it in the person of Christ, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Uh, I'll read those verses in Arabic. Corinthians 10, verse 2, from verse 5 to verse 11. But if any has caused grief, he has not grieved me, but has grieved all of you. Some grief, not grieved. Like this, it is in this passage that the most important is that you are pleased with him, so that you are pleased with him, so that you are pleased with him. Therefore, I ask you to make him happy, so that you are pleased with him, so that you are pleased with him. قد سمح بشيء فمن أجلكم بحضرة المسيح لألا يطمع بنا فينا الشيطان لأننا لا نجهل أفكاره. Alright, there is mention of a particular person who sinned, and it seems that this person afterwards had repentance. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 12. في ذكر بالأصحاح 2 لشخص أخطأ وبعدين كان عنده توبي. بعد عنده توبي. كورنثوس 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 12 also a mention of a particular individual most likely the same individual who he is speaking of in chapter 2. Wherefore though I wrote unto you I did it not for his cause who had done the wrong, nor for his cause that suffered wrong, but that our care for you in the sight of God might appear unto you. إذن وإن كنت قد كتبت إليكم كرونس التاني سبعة ناعش فليس لأجل المذنب ليس لأجل المذنب ولا لأجل المذنب إليه بل لكي يظهر لكم أمام الله اجتهادنا لأجلكم So, chapter 2 and chapter 7 tell us about a particular individual who had done wrong. And in chapter 2 we hear about him at greater length. We hear that he had repented and Paul was saying he should be forgiven. وهالشخص مذكور أكثر عنه بالإصحاح 2 لأنه مذكور بالإصحاح 2 إنه كان في عنده توبة وإنه لازم يكون في غفران. مين هو هالشخص يلي أخطأ 
who is this person who did wrong and who is mentioned specifically in chapter 2 at length, chapter 7 more briefly. Maskur, شوي مطولا بالصحة 2 مذكور بشكل أقصر بالصحة 7 Now there are two possibilities that people mention as they try to understand this particular matter Who is this man who did wrong? مين ويه الشخص الذي أخطأ في احتمالين الناس بذكرون بيقدمون كتفسير لهذا الأمر الاحتمال الأول ارجعوا معي إلى كورنثوس الأولى أصحاح خمسي 1 Corinthians chapter 5 the first possibility that people present that people think of in terms of this person who had done wrong who he was مينو وها الشخص اللي أخطأ المذكور بالرسالة الثانية بالأصحاح الثاني وبالأصحاح سبعة أول احتمال هو الشخص اللي تصرف بطريقة غير أخلاقية المذكور بالرسالة الأولى والإصحاح الخامس The first possibility is that he is the man who had behaved immorally The man who is mentioned in the first letter and chapter 5 uh, It is commonly reported that there is fornication among you And such fornication that is not named among the Gentiles That one should have his father's uh, wife uh, should have his father's wife He says that this person should uh, Be removed from the church uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5 And verse uh, 5 uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 13 uh, Put away from yourselves That wicked uh, person بالرسالة الأولى أصحاح خمسة والعدد واحد في عدم أخلاقيات بيناتكم حتى الأمم بيستحوا فيها أن تكون للإنسان امرأة أبيه بالعدد خمسة بيقول إنه هالشخص لازم يشيلوه من الكنيسة من الكنيسة وبيقول بالعدد 13 اعزلوا الخبيث من بينكم So the man who is mentioned in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse and, and, and 2 Corinthians chapter 7 could be the same man who is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 5. ممكن إنه شخص المذكور بالرسالة الثانية والإصحاح 2 والإصحاح 7 هالشخص الذي أخطأ ممكن إنه يكون الشخص اللي زنى بالمذكور بكورنثوس الأولى إصحاح 5. But there is another possibility that some people think of. Some people say that the man who sinned 2 Corinthians 2 and 2 Corinthians 7 this could be a person who played a very leading role in rejecting Paul's authority when Paul made the second visit ممكن انه شخص يلي اخطأ المذكور ب كورنثوس الثاني صح 2 وكورنثوس الثاني صح 7 ممكن انه هالشخص اللي اخطا هو شخص لعب دور رئيسي في رفض رفض سلطه بولس الرسول لما بولس الرسول عمل هالزياره الثانيه 
it is possible that the rejection of Paul the Apostle was mainly the doing of one person, while the others didn't stand up to this person. في بعض بيتصوروا وممكن هالسيناريو يكون فعلا اللي حدث انه لما بولس الرسول اجى بزيارته الثاني ولما النتيجه كانت رفض للسلطه تبعيته ممكن انه هالرفض كان رئيسيا من شخص واحد بقياده شخص واحد ويمكن بين الاخرين يمكن ما كانوا كثير موافقين مع هالشخص بس ما وقفوا بوجه هالشخص سمحوا له انه هو يهيمن على الوضع وانه هو يرفض بولس الرسول وما وقفوا بوجهه والنتيجه كانت انه هيدي الزياره الثانيه مثل ما ذكرنا كانت سلبيه جدا بنتائجها so it is possible that this person played a leading role in rejecting the authority of Paul when Paul made the second visit. These are the two main possibilities. The man who is mentioned, 2 Corinthians 2, 2 Corinthians 7. He could be the immoral man of 1 Corinthians 5. He could be a man who played a leading role in rejecting Paul when Paul made the second visit. هيدا الاحتمال برجع بذكر. الرجل المذكور بكورنثوس الثاني اصحاح 2 وبكورنثوس الثاني اصحاح 7 ممكن انه يكون يلي تصرف بطريقه غير اخلاقيه بكورنثوس الاولى اصحاح 5 او ممكن يكون شخص لعب دور رئيسي في رفض سلطه بولس الرسول لما بولس اتى now, which one is it? Is it the immortal man of 1 Corinthians 5? Or is it someone who played a leading role in rejecting Paul when Paul made the second visit? هل هي القضية إنه هالشخص هو الزاني تبع كورنثوس الأولى أصحاح خمسة أو هل هو شخص عارض ورفض بولس بزيارته الثاني. It may even actually be the same person. يمكن هتاكي لزني هو نفسه اللي عارض. It could be uh, the same person. Could be that the one who was immoral, chapter five of First Corinthians, was the same person who resisted when Paul made his second visit. That that is that is possible. Between the two possibilities, I personally, I lean in the direction of the second possibility. That this was a person who resisted Paul when he made his second visit. أنا شخصياً ميل باتجاه التفسير الثاني إنه الشخص المذكور بالرسالة الثانية إصحاح 2 إصحاح 7 إنه هيدا الشخص هو شخص لعب دور رئيسي في مقاومة مواجهة بولس الرسول لما بولس عمل الزيارة الثاني الثاني. Now look at chapter two and look at uh, uh, look at verse uh, five. 
If any has caused grief, he has not grieved me, but in part, that I might not overcharge you all. Here are some other translations of uh, this verse. If anyone has caused pain, he has not caused it to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely, he has caused pain to all of you. All right? Let me read yet another translation. If anyone has caused sorrow, he has caused sorrow not to me, but in some degree, in order not to say too much, to all of you. In Arabic, وَلَكِنْ إِنْ كَانَ أَحَدْ قَدْ أَحْزَنْ فَأَنَّهُ لَمْ يُحْزِنِّي بَلْ أَحْزَنْ جَمِيعُكُمْ بَعْضِ الْحَزَنْ لِكَيْ لَا أُثَقِّلْ Paul says, this person hasn't really offended me. Uh, he hasn't really caused sorrow to me. He's actually caused sorrow to you, to all of you. This is what he is saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 5. Now, does this fit the man who behaved immorally, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, or does it fit the idea that there was a man who played a leading role in the rejecting of Paul and his authority in Paul's second visit? This man hasn't really offended me. That's not the way that I took it. That's not the way that I... Uh, uh, understand that that's not the way that I deal with it. Uh, he has not caused sorrow to, to me, but rather I think of it as he has caused sorrow to you. And I'm not sure that this person is a person who is a person Also notice the idea that whether this man would be forgiven or not seems to be, at least in their minds, it seems to be in Paul's hands. هل هالشخص يغفر له أو لا يغفر له بحسب فكرون هل نقطة هل أضيه هي في يد بولس Chapter 2, verses 6 and uh, 10. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment that was inflicted by many. And chapter t uh, and verse 10, to whom you forgive anything, I forgive him also. Alright? And because if when, when I forgive, I forgive it for your sakes in the person of Christ. مثل هذا يكفي هذا القصاص الذي من الأكثرين أصحاح 2 وعدد 6 والذي تسامحونه بشيء أنا كمان بسامحه لأنه أنا بسامحه وكرمالكم من أجل المسيح من أجل المسيح Why would it appear to be the case that whether this person was forgiven or not that this would be a matter that related in particular to Paul ليش إذا هالشخص يغفر له أو لا يغفر له ليش هالقضية بشكل خاص مرتبطة ببولس هيدا الشيء بخليني ميل تجاه الفكرة الثانية إنه هيدا الشخص أخطأ تجاه بولس بشكل خاص This makes me lean in the direction of the second proposal that this person was a person who offended Paul who resisted Paul and resisted Paul's authority.
and later on they took some measure against him and he repented. Now Paul is saying, look, you think of it as he offended me. But I don't really think of it that way. I think of it as he offended you all. And you think of it as if I'm the one who must forgive him. But because he really offended not me, but he offended everyone, as long as you forgive him, I forgive him. I forgive him for your sakes and for Christ's sake. بولس الرسول عم بيقول انه انتم بتفكروا انه هو اخطا تجاهي بس انا بفكري اخطا تجاهكم انتم وانتم بتفكروا انه انا اللي بدي اغفر له بس انا لانه بعتبر انه اخطا تجاهكم انتم مش تجاهي بعتبر انه انتم اللي لازم تغفروه او ما تغفروا تغفروا له او ما تغفروا له واذا غفرتوا له انا معكم بغفر له من اجلكم ومن اجل المسيح This seems to fit the scenario of a person who resisted Paul's authority on his second visit. الكلام أنا بحس إنه يتناسب أكثر مع التفسير اللي بيقول إنه هذا الشخص هو شخص رفض بولس وقاوم سلطته لما بولس عمل الزيارة الثانية. وبالتالي بفكر أهل كورنثوس هيدا اخطا تجاه بولس ولازم بولس يغفر له. In the thinking of the Corinthians, this man sinned against Paul and Paul must be the one to forgive him. Whereas Paul says, no, he sinned not against me but against you all. And all of you must forgive him. We all must forgive him. Of course, since he has repented. It seems to fit better with with the idea of a person who resisted Paul's authority on his second visit. I do not at all want to be dogmatic regarding this kind of thing. It is a conclusion. Some people will say, no, I think it fits better with the man who committed adultery, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. And I'm not going to tell anyone, no, you're wrong. But I think it fits better. I think it fits, it fits better. هيدي القضية ما فيها قضية فيها جزم وفي ناس بحبوا يقولوا انه هيدا الشخص هو يلي زنى كورنثوس الأولى أصحاح خمسة. وأنا ما فيني أقول لأي شخص يلي عنده هالرأي انه لا أنت غلط بس أنا بشوف الأمور بتدل أكثر باتجاه شخص أخطأ إذ قاوم ورفض سلطة بولس الرسول بزيارته الثانية. Someone who resisted in a special way the authority of Paul the Apostle. And maybe others, others did not stand up to him. They should have. Maybe they wanted to to some extent, but they, they didn't. And the result was that the whole visit, the second visit, turned out to be a very bad experience. A very uh, bad uh, uh, experience. Now, there is another... Very interesting possibility over here. We have talked about this second visit and the nature of this visit, that it was a bad visit, a visit in which they did not accept Paul and his authority. Ziyara tani hayda shi akid. Wukanit ziyara yimkin 99% 
تأكيد إنه كانت زيارة سيئة رفضوا فيها بولس الرسول وممكن جدا إنه كان في شخص واحد لعب دور قيادي في هذا الرفض It is quite possible that there is one person who played a leading role in this rejection in this uh, rejection the others might have been not in agreement with him but they didn't stand up to him الاخرين يمكن ما كانوا كثير موافقين معه بس بنفس الوقت ما ضربوا له فريمات فقدر هو انه يتوائح بوجه بولس الرسول he was able to be rude and insolent insulting towards Paul the apostle And since nobody stood up to defend Paul and to restrain this man, then Paul felt it best to withdraw and to deal with the situation in another way. So, second visit, the nature of it, the timing of it, and the nature of it, these are relatively sure. توقيت بهالجدول هو شبه اكيد وطبيعه الزياره وفي شويه تكهن انه شخص واحد بشكل رئيسي هو لعب دور في رفض بولس الرسول وسلطه وخدمه بولس الرسول. Now one last thing which I mention now and talk more about Uh, next uh, time uh, uh, and next time second visit is a certainty the nature of it is a certainty one person playing a leading role is quite possible الزياره تاني هيدا شيء اكيد طبيعتها زياره حزيني هيدا شيء اكيد شخص واحد لعب دور قيادي في الامر هيدا شيء ممكن في إمكانية أخرى لازم نفكر فيها هون. There is another possibility to consider regarding what might have happened here. إمكانية أخرى بالنسبة لشو صار بهالفراغ يلي نحن عم نتأمل فيه. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verses 1 through 4. But I determined this with myself that I would not come to you again, that I would not come again to you in heaviness. For if I make you sorry, who is he then that makes me glad? But the same who is made sorry by me. And I wrote this unto uh, you. I wrote the same unto you, lest when I come I should have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice. Having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote to you with many tears. Not that ye should be grieved, but that ye should know the love which I have more abundantly unto you all. And then he starts talking about the man. And we read from chapter 5. Now let me read that in Arabic. وَلَكِنِّي جَزَمْتْ بِهَذَا فِي نَفْسِي أَنْ لَا آتِي إِلَيْكُمْ أَيْضًا فِي حَزَنٍ لِأَنَّهُ إِنْ كُنْتُ أُحْزِنَكُمْ أَنَا فَمَنْ هُوَ الَّذِي يُفَرِّحْنِي إِلَّا الَّذِي أَحْزَنْتَهُ وَكَتَبْتْ إِلَيْكُمْ هَذَا عَيْنَهُ حَتَّى إِذَا جِئْتْ لَا يَكُونْ لِي حَزَنٍ مِنْ الَّذِينَ كَانَ يَجِبْ أَنْ أَفْرَحْ بِهِمْ 
واثقا بجميعكم ان ان فرحي هو فرح جميعكم لاني في حزن كثير وكابه قلب كتبت اليكم بدموع كثيره لا لكي تحزنوا بل لكي تعرفوا المحبه التي عندي ولا سيما من نحوكم وبعد هيك دغري ببلش يتكلم عن الفرد الشخص يلي نظرنا الى اليه المقطع الامكانيات Now, chapter 2 and verse 4, an interesting statement. I wrote to you with much affliction, with anguish of heart, and with many tears. كتبت إليكم في حزن كثير وكآبة قلب وبدموع كثيرة. Now, What is this referring to? هل كلام يشير إلى ماذا? When is this said? It is said in the writing of 2 Corinthians, obviously. Alright? I wrote to you anguish. I wrote to you affliction. I wrote to you uh, tears and grief. كتبت إليكم حزن وكآبة قلب ودموع وح- uh, uh, ودموع. This is what he says in 2 Corinthians. Now, what is he speaking about? This is a very interesting question. Alright? What is he speaking about? Is he speaking about 1 Corinthians? Alright? Is he speaking about 1 Corinthians? هل كلامه بالاصحاح 2 وبالعدد 4 عن رساله كتبت في حزن كثير وكآبه قلب ودموع كثيره هل هذا الكلام هو عن رساله كورنثوس الاولى؟ Some people say yes, and some people say no. All right? This is, again, an interesting matter in which I cannot say for sure this, for sure this. All right? Now, the people who say yes, they say, 2 Corinthians, he's talking about 1 Corinthians. And 1 Corinthians, he had to rebuke them for many things. And so, we can say that writing 1 Corinthians was not enjoyable as far as he was concerned. But there is another opinion. There is another opinion which says that these terms, anguish, affliction, tears, and grief, that this is too strong a description for it to apply to 1 Corinthians. كآبي وحزن ودموع في بعض الناس بيقولوا 
انه هالكلام قوي جدا وباليوناني هو قوي جدا in Greek these terms are very strong are very strong والبعض بيقولوا انه كونه قوي جدا ما بينطبق كثير على رسالة كورنثوس الأولى طيب إذا ما بينطبق على رسالة كورنثوس الأولى على شو بينطبق؟ If it doesn't apply If it doesn't apply to first Corinthians then what does it apply to? And the answer is it could apply to a letter written here ممكن انه ينطبق الكلام على رساله اضافيه كتبت هوني هلا واحد بيقول انه كيف ممكن انه يكون في رساله اخرى ما نحن بنعرف انه كان في رساله قبل كورنثوس الاولى وي نو اوريدي ذات ذير واز ا ليتر بيفور فيرست كورنثيانس فروم فيرست كورنثيانس تشابتر 5 اند فيرس 9 اي روت ا ليتر تو يو نوت تو كيب كومباني وذ فورنيكيتورز اند سو اف ذير از انذر ليتر هير It's not a violation of any basic principle of faith. إذا في رسالة أخرى هون هالأمر ما في أي تنكر لأي مبدأ أساسي في الإيمان. Under this scenario, what happened? Paul the Apostle made the second visit. عمل بولس الرسول الزيارة الثانية. One person in particular played a leading role in resisting his authority and his presence. شخص واحد لعب دور أساسي في مقاومة وجود بولس الرسول سلطة بولس الرسول. والباقيين سمحوا إنه هالشيء يصير. The others allowed this to happen. Paul the Apostle withdrew. بولس الرسول انسحب. And he wrote them a letter, rebuking them very severely for how they had responded to his second visit. And Sahab Bulus Rasul وكتبلن رسالة رسالة توبيخية آسية جدا طبعا هن استحقوا هالشيء وبختن على شو على تجاوبن مع الزيارة الثانية. إذا هذه الرسالة شو عملوا هالشخص اللي قاوم طردوه ولما طردوه تاب وبالرسالة الثانية بولس عم بيقول إنه بما إنه تاب لازم ترجعوا تقبلوه he made the second visit one person resisted he withdrew he wrote a letter of severe rebuke to the church Basically, this letter was saying you have done wrong and that one person in particular has done wrong. When they received that letter, what they did was they disciplined that person and put him out of the church. And because they disciplined him and put him out of the church, and because, of course, the Lord worked in his heart through that, he repented. And now Paul tells them to accept him. And to forgive him. It is possible that there is a letter here. 
between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians a letter dealing specifically with what happened on the second visit. من الممكن إنه في رسالة بين كورنثوس الأولى وبين كورنثوس الثاني رسالة تتعامل بشكل مباشر مع شو مع الزيارة الثانية يلي كانت سيئة جدا رسالة توبيخية آسية جدا بحق الكنيسة وبحق هالفرد بشكل خاص a very strong rebuke letter much tears, anguish, affliction that's what he says alright كآبي وحزن ودموع رسالة توبيخية آسية جدا بحق الكنيسة وخاصة بشكل هالشخص وهني فهموا انه غلطانين قاموا عزلوا عن الكنيسة they understood that they were wrong they shouldn't have allowed that to happen they disciplined him by removing him from the church and then there was repentance and in the second letter the letter we know as 2 Corinthians he says alright he has repented now don't think that he offended me this is not how I think I think that he did wrong he did wrong towards all of you that's the way I think all right, and now that he's repented, we should forgive him, and don't worry about me forgiving him. I forgive him. When you forgive him, I forgive him. When you forgive him, I forgive him uh, for your sake and for uh, Christ's uh, sake. All right? Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, the letter written with anguish and tears and in much affliction. Riseli kutibat bidumur wa bikaebi wa there are two main possibilities. It could be 1 Corinthians. ممكن تكون كورنثوس الأولى وفي بعض الناس هيك بيقولوا. وممكن تكون رسالة أخرى بين كورنثوس الأولى وكورنثوس الثاني رسالة آسية إلى علاقة بالزيارة الثانية. It could be 1 Corinthians that he's referring to, but it could also be another letter between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians one that has to do specifically with the second visit and what happened on the second visit. And I've taken much extra time, <laughs> way too much, uh, to talk about this now, but, but we'll talk about it more next time, this possibility of what is known in, in the commentators refer to this, it's a hypothetical letter, nobody knows for sure, all right, but they refer to it, those who believe that a letter was written between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, they have a phrase that they use to refer to it. It is called the severe letter. Uh, in Arabic, I would translate it as al-risali al-qasi. There is a possibility that there was a letter between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians which dealt with the terrible second visit which itself occurred between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. من الممكن أنه كان في رسالة خاصة بالزيارة الثانية وإن كتبت رسالة من هالنوع فهي كانت بين كورنثوس الأولى وبين كورنثوس الثانية مثل ما كانت الزيارة الثانية نفسها يلي هي على الأكيد صارت 
بين كتابة الرسالة الأولى والرسالة الثانية. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that uh, you would help us to look to your word and to be uh, guided by it, to seek to understand it, and to know that these things were written for our learning, for our admonition, that these things apply to us, uh, that these things are relevant to us, that this is not something old and outdated, but your word is living and true, can and should speak to our hearts in this day and time. Open our hearts and minds. Help us to hear with a ready ear and a willing heart to all that your word says. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.